Good morning. Look at this beautiful sun. Look at that blue sky. Amazing. So just finished early morning sessions, one to one. Now we are on to our 9.30s before our evening sessions. So I thought I'd jump on and talk about IBS, which comes up a lot, but often not talked about a lot. Morning, Michelle. Hope you are good. Give me a hello if you're coming in. So IBS and bloating comes up quite a lot. And I would say more people, and it's more normal. Morning, Julie. It's more normal than people let on about it, right? It's normally something you don't really talk about. It doesn't really come up in conversations too much. So, unless there's a smell. So, um, but it's really uncomfortable and it's actually really, can impact someone's life quite a lot um, in terms of how often they leave the house, in terms of how uncomfortable they are, in terms of their absorption of nutrients, which might actually end up with them being more tired, snacking more, and not achieving their goals. So I want to talk about four tips that might actually help with IBS and bloating. So, and these are, some are really easier than others to implement. So if some are a bit like, yeah, it's too complicated for now, just start with a small one. And, and some are so simple that often we don't even bother thinking about doing them. So morning, Sue. Number one is that actually just eat slower. And this sounds really obvious, but if you think about it, digestion does start in your mouth. In fact, you have an enzyme called amylase. Hi, Sandy. Amylase, which actually starts to break down starch and carbohydrate, if you like, in your mouth. So if it's not in there for as long, you might end up with not necessarily pre-digested food into your stomach, which might have an impact. Let's say we're not chewing the food up enough. That could have an issue. In fact, they show that if you just add more chews in, so a good place to start is if you add in like 10 chews onto where you are, and I'll do it today, this is a really practical tip, just add 10 chews onto your, the next thing you eat and just notice if you enjoy it more, if you feel more full up, and if it helps, nothing to lose, right? You might even just enjoy it more because you eat more s slowly. Brings me on to the next one, it's the only eat when you sat down. I bring this up because this is, there's some research on this, but also it stems back when, right? You sit down to eat. It's only a very relatively new thing that we, you know, we're always on the go, we eat, I'm standing up, just pop a few things in our mouth. And not to mention that the licks, the bites, the tastes all add up in terms of calories as well. You know, we often don't really enjoy them. They're often eaten with, oh, no one saw that, so it don't count. You know, I've been there too. Daddy, why are you eating that yogurt standing up on the side? Shouldn't say that exactly, but it's more like, why are you eating up that? What are you eating? And I'm like, I'm just trying it, okay? That's my kids. So, um... Yeah, number three. So there's two so far. Is to add 10 chews to your eating and to also sit down when you eat. Try them two things. Really simple. Number three. We're getting a little bit more into the nutrition side of things. This is technically two. Is spices and caffeine. Caffeine, a.k.a. poop juice, as some people call it, will speed things up a little bit, as will spices. That could be quite aggravating for IBS. So consider them two things. Lastly, morning dawn. Give me a hello if you're coming in. Let me know if you can hear me okay. So, um, lastly, this is where it gets a bit more complicated. This is to reduce fermentable foods. Now, fermentable foods are normally things like carbohydrates and normally whole grain, brown, you know, like lentils, pulses, things that essentially are really good for most people and good for a lot of people. Um, however, 
The reason they're good is because they're often quite hard to break down and that means they're slow digesting, they don't raise your blood sugar levels too high, they keep you full up for longer. However, what happens is it, this goes down, it, it makes its way through and it has to be digested in the large intestine. Now in the large intestine you ferment it and the byproduct of this is gas. And as a result of that, that can be quite uncomfortable. And I know for, a, for myself, if I eat a lot of vegetables or raw vegetables like carrots, if I have a lot of bananas, apples, um, if I have like whole grains, like real fibrous foods, I'll, my, I basically need to go to the loo straight away without, I'll just say that now. Um, and it can feel quite uncomfortable. Whereas I, if I have a smaller amount, and that the amount is key here, you know, we all have our certain amounts that we can handle. Or if I just reduce these foods, let's say I have white rice, I get no symptoms of it. If I have brown rice, start to get a bit achy in there. So, and this can often be mistaken for gluten intolerances and, and allergies, but actually it's actually the fermentable fiber, you might have heard of the FODMAP diet before, which actually is causing the issue. And it seems really backwards to go, okay, I won't eat as many whole grains, but I would just challenge you to try it for three days. Um, I actually did a podcast with a dietitian, Mike Sweeney, um, who has helped thousands of people in his clinics, um, in NHS clinics as well. I'll put a comment to that podcast in the, I'll put a link to that podcast in the comments, actually. You might find it helpful if you really want to delve into it. It's, it's over an hour, but it's literally everything you need to know. Because um, I get that it can be really a horrible thing to live with. You know, like, I do get it. So, um, you're reducing your fermentable carbohydrates. So this could be whole grains, like I said, beans, pulses, all the stuff that's that's healthy for a lot of people. Like I said, it does have goodness in it. Um, it could also be lactose. So a lot of people will say, um, I'm lactose intolerant. However, it could be that it's just your body has to ferment lactose. And if you have too much of it, that could be an issue. It could be that you try lactose-free milk. In a blind test though, here's what I recommend. You buy lactose-free milk, you buy normal milk, you then um, separate them. So get someone else to do it, put them in two separate bottles or something like that. It's a really good test to do. Only they know which one's which. One day, no, for three days, sorry, they give you X one. For the next three days, they give you the other one. You just bear your symptoms. Have one washout day in between as well. Let me know how you get on with that. Because I think sometimes there is a lot of placebo effect when it comes to it. Um, they actually did a re research study into gluten intolerance. They asked people who said they had gluten intolerance to have a um, some, some bread and they said it was gluten-free. Um, they then switched it over. So they said, like, this food has gluten in it. And a lot of people who had the gluten-free bread still said they had symptoms. And that would suggest that it's actually to do with more fiber or our brain, our body is more connected than we think. What we focus on, we get. Interesting. So anyway, I hope they help. Like I said, I'll, if you want to delve into more detail on this, I'll put a link to the podcast of Mike Sweeney um, into the comments. Probably, I think it's the most watched or listened, should I say. Morning, Belinda. Morning, Melissa. Most listened to podcast that I've done, actually. Simply because, like I said, it's, a, it's an area that people don't really talk about, but is probably one of the most, yeah, like... How it impacts our life is can be huge, like in terms of confidence, ability to want to go out, you know, think about where the toilet is, what to eat. So yeah, I hope that helps. And it can be really almost like our good intentions are stolen when you think you're doing the right things. I'm eating whole grain, I'm eating fibre, I'm bloated, feel horrible, I'm now constipated. Yet sometimes 
if you consider the things I've said about fermentable carbohydrates, that's almost the opposite to what a lot of people would recommend. Interesting. Anyway, hope that helps. Any questions on that, do let me know. Obviously, you can chat to me privately if you prefer, because not many people want to talk about it. But either way, take care. Hope that helps. And let me know how you get on. If you try any of that with the lactose or with the drop-in fermentable carbs for three days. Like I said, more in-depth in the comments where I'll put the podcast link. Speak soon. Time to get on with our next session. We're playing Battleships today. So this is all I'll... I won't bother explaining. Looks like... Look how messy I am. This is what Mrs. Fruitchi has to live with. Yeah. Anyway. I will see you soon. Take care.